Last I got a bad batch of Diet Coke. Uh, what? what? I what know. That That's a nightmare. I didn't know that was, was possible. It, 20 ounces? Yes. No, How 16. Many? 16. Well, it was a six pack, right? Oh. So well, I got one and I, it, I was like, man, this tastes off. And I looked and it was August of 2022 was the expiration. I thought, well, that's oh, weird. Oh, weird. And hmm. the whole, I, I mean, I, I drank them. Let's not be crazy. We're not wasting well, yeah. that Diet Coke. And then I got through the six pack and I was like, well, that's done with. Got the next one. God damn it. It must be from the same batch. Oh, Ugh. no. Ugh. That's like when I cracked an egg and it was a double yolk. And I was like, whoa. And then I cracked another and it was another double yolk. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> and then all six of the eggs I cracked were double. Holy yolk. shit. And apparently that's common when they come from the same like chicken or chicken was a double breeder yep i wonder if that diet coke sat on you know how they say that um the supply chain is like broken right now and Mm. there's a bunch of like like goods just sitting out on in the summer like maybe it got really hot Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. it definitely could be but but it was turnt oh that that sucks. sucks so now i don't know if it was what i bought at target i bought it i buy a lot at target if it's all from that batch then i'm sad because you've life. got a whole bunch of shitty Diet Coke to yep. look forward to. <laughs> but anyway, I distracted myself from starting this show. Let's do it. Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota. I'm Ann Lundholm, and this show has everything looming prison sentences, disastrous shopping encounters, other disastrous encounters, <laughs> and that's just the start. We are deep into summer here, so we all need a break from the heat, and where better to do that than in a nice, cool body of water? Today, we're talking about swimming. The good and the bad, our experiences with it, our water preferences, and all the paraphernalia that comes along with it. And tonight marks the return of the Tishi Coven. Although, to be honest, I feel like we'll probably all flunk our witch tests because we'll (laughs) sink when the men throw us into the village pond. Yes. No, I know how to swim. Um, Wait, that's actually, that's passing the test. If we sink and die, then we're not witches, right? (laughs) Right, exactly. Great. They set up a real clever system there. (laughs) From Middle Age Mama Studios in Austin, Texas, the land of pool parties and 90 degrees by 9 a.m., it's Hillary Livingston Butler. Hi, Hillary. Hello. I think it's been so weird this week. It's been like... uh, the highest in like 85 or 86. And I'm like, what's happening right now? I don't understand this. I mean, it's humid as hell, but um, it's very weird. But yes, catch me in two weeks and it'll be 110. So, mm-hmm. hello. Ew. And from Money Pit Studios in Detroit, Michigan, a state bordered by four very large, one might even say great, lakes. <laughs> it's Meredith, the MVH Van Harn. Hi, Meredith. Hi. I'm also from a city... That boasts some pretty grand rapids. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not 
least ever, never least, from child-free and loving it studios in Linwood, <laughs> Washington, where you can practically smell the Pacific Ocean. It's the nice lady, Christy Wise. Hi, Christy. Hello. So we're going to start with a little small talk. We'll see what's in the mailbag and discuss your favorite dumb things about America. We'll get wet and wild in medium talk. Oh, that's so corny. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yikes. We will share some TG recommendations and let you know how you can get involved with the show. Well, Meredith, get us into small talk. I mean, you have a lot of stuff going on. Oh my goodness, so much, you guys. Um, so, okay, I have a confession to make, first of all. I occasionally still use Amazon's Whole Foods delivery. I'm sorry. You know. I'm sorry. We just do what we can to the best of our abilities. Sometimes my day, my, so with this new job, my, my days are, are very, very full and busy, and I don't have the time I used to to just like, oh, I'm going to take two hours and go leisurely stroll in the grocery store on a Tuesday morning. I can't really do that anymore. My job is a lot more collaborative. Um, a lot more people are depending on me, and I have to like be around to answer jabbers. Ugh. So Ugh. I'm pretty much staying put. And Gregory is definitely picking up a lot of slack by doing grocery shopping after work, which I very much appreciate. But he had a doctor's appointment today. So um, I did an Amazon grocery delivery. And how that works is you fill up your cart, you submit it, and then you tell them what you want to do with substitutions. If something is out of stock, like don't substitute this or just use your discretion or blah, blah, blah. So I was expecting to get some notices about like, oh, this thing's out of stock because I always want this passion fruit yogurt that's almost never there. But on the off chance that it is, I put it in my cart. <laughs> um so I, I, I submitted my order and I needed a bunch of produce because I was making a salad for dinner tonight and a couple other things. And so when I got the first replacement text, I was kind of confused because what I ordered was, was butter lettuce, which is just like, you know, it's like a clamshell of, of lettuce. Um, and they said, well, this isn't available. How about some dried oregano? What? <laughs> and I was like, well, no. <laughs> not, that's not. How about some romaine? Exactly. <laughs> Possibly iceberg? Then, <laughs> mixed greens? They were like, well, we don't have any uh, radishes. How about some dried parsley? And I was like. Are... Is this the herb, big herb is like shopping for you? I What's guess. going on? So I was, this kept happening over and over with these insane substitutions. Like, okay, fine. If you're out of this obscure yogurt, don't, you know, fine. Um, don't substitute. Or if you, if you don't have conventional raspberries, get me organic. I will only buy organic if there's no other option. Um, but you know, sometimes it's, sometimes it's the only choice if there's an ingredient that I need. So it's not a huge deal, but like these substitutions were not making sense and it kept happening. And I was like, what's happening? And then finally, so the shopper can send you a message and they said the power went out in the store and we lost everything on the produce wall. Oh, like, okay. So that's why you don't have lettuce. That's why you don't have radishes. That's why the celery is, you know, <laughs> rosemary. <laughs> Yeah, but I like, it was still so don't weird. think oregano is an adequate substitute for butter no, lettuce. No, 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 no. And the 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 plot thickens because what happens is I put a comment on that one that said like, okay, if you don't have lettuce, 
that kind of lettuce, just get me some other kind of lettuce. And they didn't get me any other kind of lettuce because there wasn't any. I didn't know that at the time. But they, so they charged me for dried rosemary or whatever and never, they didn't even give me it. Weird. So it was just a full disaster. Is this a new person? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, they have lettuce before, right? They've been into a grocery store. (laughs) Do you know what lettuce is? Like, have they seen a salad? (laughs) Do you know? (laughs) So anyway, that was the eventful thing that happened to me today, where I was just like, I don't. (laughs) What planet am I on? Wow. Well, just put some dressing on that dried oregano. And- <laughs> I'm sure it'll be delicious. Yeah. It's can you very... soak it and, you know, like plump it up? Rehydrate. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I think this is one of the reasons why I have as yet not ever done any. I I, I mean, on not it's not online shopping, proxy shopping, whatever. Sure. Had somebody else do it for me because I'm like, I, I don't trust anybody else to make these decisions mm-hmm. for me at times it is more work than you'd think like when there are just all these substitutions and like oh they don't have this what should i get instead like if i'm doing a shipped order then you can communicate more directly by text and they'll send you pictures of stuff so like when they're shopping the order you just kind of have to be available and it's easier than going to the store but it's still kind of like ugh this sucks yeah. in a yeah. different way <laughs> i'm just thinking about you know walking down the aisles and there's a hundred like quick decisions that you make every time not this, so I'll get this, I'll try that. Do I want mm-hmm. the bigger one or the smaller one or whatever? I just can't imagine having somebody else do that. Yeah, and it can be a, a crapshoot of like um, picking out produce because sometimes yes, like you want a ripe story. avocado, sometimes you want a mm. non-ripe avocado, right? So you oh, have yeah. to like either put a note in and be picky or just kind of get what you get. So well, it does make me think there was a point in our lives when we did not have agency over our groceries. When we were kids, we just ate what our parents got for us. So maybe I should embrace that. Very much so. But if my mom served me a bowl of dried oregano with like a tomato, <laughs> I'd probably be like, what's happening? So anyway, um, the other thing that's happening to me is that I'm going to prison for tax evasion. Bye. Well, it was only a matter of time. Nice knowing you. And the water department's going to catch up with you eventually, right? Oh, did I tell you guys I solved that problem? (gasps) No. No. (gasps) Okay. I did an investigative deep dive. So I was getting these water bills for this previous resident of this house. And I think he was a renter. And... They were overdue bills, and it was something like $250, $300, something like that, in overdue water bills, which is kind of a lot. My water bill, for reference, is about $65 a month. Um, and I can't imagine that, that this guy was using, you know, four times more water. So this is probably late fees and a couple sure. missed water bills. Um, and, and the water department, like, didn't have I, – I tried sending these back. I tried saying, like, not at this address. And they, they – sent the letters back to me circled or current resident and like kind of insinuating that I was going to have to pay them (laughs) for water you didn't use before you for water I didn't use and 
I hired, you know, we have a title company that check, you know, clears the title so that you don't have any outstate. Right, yeah. Hillary? I don't know how this works, but yeah, like you're they're supposed to. Yeah. When you buy a there's house, no like, liens on it or there's no liens on the house. Yeah. And so course, yeah. that was one of the conditions and that was supposedly satisfied. Although this is Detroit and I don't really, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really trust any of that. So this is not a surprise. But anyway, I was getting these water bills like for the first two, like, I don't know, two and a half years yeah. have, have I been here that I was getting them every single month for this guy. And I contacted the water department and they were like, well, there's nothing we can do. We can't find this guy. Like, we don't know where he is and we're not going to look. And I was like, okay, well, I could fix that. So I found him on Facebook and I was like, hey, dude, <laughs> did you used to live at my address? And he's like, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I have some old mail for you. What's your forwarding address? <laughs> I love it. Yes. I did not Veronica specify Mars what did. kind of mail. Yes. I just told him that I had some mail, a big pile of mail, and which was kind of a lie because I didn't save any of them. And so he gave me his address and I called the water department and I told him his address and I haven't gotten one since. <laughs> That's awesome. You genius. That's, yes. I That's did amazing. it. He messaged me a couple weeks later and was like, hey, were you ever going to send all that mail to me? And I was like, oh, it's just a bunch of old water bills. <laughs> and he was like, uh, okay. <laughs> so I think it worked all around. But now I'm in trouble with the city for tax evasion because what happened <laughs> is that I got a letter yesterday or the day before that is a demand for payment. And Bro-bro. apparently... I know. It's it was kind of scary. And they, they demand uh, payment within 10 days of receipt of the letter. And I filed my taxes with TurboTax. And for reference, um, a few cities in Michigan uh, charge city tax, which I think is kind of a unique thing. It isn't, doesn't happen in a lot of places. But we do have to pay a city tax. It's a, I don't know, a 1% or something like that. And I don't mind it. Uh, Detroit certainly needs the money. Um so I'll pay it. But like, I thought TurboTax was going to pay my city tax. And I guess they didn't because I got this letter and uh, I was kind of like, oh, crap, what's this going to be? And then I looked at the balance due and it was $2.05. And I was like, okay, so the, the base payment is $2. There is... Uh, a late fee of four cents and an interest fee of one cent. That's how we get to two oh five. So I I actually did write a check today for two dollars and five cents and put it in my mailbox and I think the mail lady took it. So hopefully I can avoid prison time mm. for this. So is well, let this us know. felony tax evasion? You think? <laughs> I don't know what a city tax uh, you know violation counts as. I'm just imagining you writing out the check like T W O and I did five over hundred. Finish the line. Yeah, the line. Long, long, long line (laughs) through that, and I had to write my last four of my social as the memo, which I really kind of despise because that's yeah, that's personal information. Although they already have it, but putting it in the mail makes me a little nervous. Um, Meredith, I think that you should contact TurboTax. They did you wrong on this. I wonder if I'd get some sort of like, gosh, like 50 cents back from them as remittance. (laughs) Yeah. Or maybe next year's free if you still want to use them. That would be something. I should check it out because, I mean, city tax is kind of a weird thing. So maybe they don't. I know, but you're not the 
only one in Detroit that's yeah. used TurboTax no. ever. I just wonder if this was my mistake, and I haven't cared enough because it was two dollars and five cents yeah, to really right, investigate. Right. But like, it could be there. Well, TurboTax isn't always necessarily a yeah. in good faith actor. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. So I mean, that being my... said, I use TurboTax too because, god damn, is it convenient? I know. It's it really easy. is. It really is. Yeah. So speaking of like. <laughs> Uh, criminal activities. Hillary, what the heck happened to you this week? Okay, um, I'll set the scene on um, Thursday, no, Wednesday, yesterday. We're recording on Thursday night. I um, I woke up and it was, like I said, it was, it's was. it been sort of cool-ish for here in the summer. And um, I had to go to do, I had to go do work event. Like we had to meet with a client, so I wasn't going to go into the office until way later. So I was like, I'll take a nice long kind of stroll through the neighborhood get out uh do my walk I'm sort of finishing it up but I'm trying to think oh maybe I'll go a little bit longer and um there's a major street that runs that's like by my house and I was on that and I was turning into my neighborhood so my neighborhood is like there's not a guard or anything but there's uh walls like there's a wall but there's not it just a, a, at the street there's an entrance I mean you know whatever anyway so I turned the corner and behind the wall, there's a house right there. Um, and there's a man in the yard. And it was about 745, I think, in the morning. Um, there was a man in the yard. And I noticed him because he was wearing a mask, which, like, whatever, that's fine. But I was like, there's nobody here. That's kind of weird that he's wearing a mask and we're outside. But whatever. Um, and I, I'm walking. And I look down. <clears throat> and his uh, jeans were unzipped. Uh, or his pants were unzipped. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Mm. And I um, thought, well, I thought, like, maybe he was doing yard work and maybe he was, like, peeing or something. And I just happened to, like, turn the corner at the wrong time. And I was like, oh, gosh. Oh, and just kind of walked. I didn't say anything. I just kind of walked and walked. And then I was like, oh, God, that was freaky. And I turned around and he was walking behind me. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And usually there are so many people out in my neighborhood walking or, you know, kids out. And there was nobody, of course, at this time. So I'm like, oh, God, my heart's starting to beat fast. So, you know, picking up the pace a little bit, and I turn around again, and he is still following me, and he is jacking off at the same time, which um, is awful, but also um, somewhat commendable, I guess, because <laughs> that takes some coordination. Yeah. Why does um, this make me want to laugh? I, I know. <laughs> well, and it's so gross, but like, but, but also, in retrospect, I'm like, I mean, okay, sure. I mean, it's I guess a lot of commitment. <laughs> yeah, it's so gross, but it's so pathetic. It's as so well. pathetic, so pathetic. Um, so, so I, being the sheltered lady that I am, who have not really like come up against a ton of adversity in my life, I'm like, what do I do now? Like, I, you know, you're flashing through. Like, I've seen so many flashing <laughs> is right. <laughs> I know, yes. <laughs> but I'm thinking, what do I do? What, what have I been taught to do? And all I, all I did was I said, I screamed. I said, I'm on the phone. I'm gonna call nine one one. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. Dave was like, well, if, he, if you're running, it's harder to shoot you. Okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> um, and then he ran. That was the, I think that was the absolute right thing to do. And I'm not even sure if I would have the courage to do that. So I really commend you for that response. Because I'd probably just be like, <laughs> bye. <laughs> I know. Like, and just start just talking. Leave, yeah. And there was just so, there was nobody out there. That was the scary thing. And I was far enough away from my house that... I, I mean, I had, I could have run to somebody's house, but it, I was far enough away from my house that I couldn't really like, you know, run straight to it. 
which actually is probably good because I wouldn't really want him to see where I lived. Anyway, he jumped in the car. I got home and I really, I was going to start another workout because I had so much adrenaline pumping that I was just like, let's take advantage of this right now. Like I got to punch it like through a wall. Mm -hmm. And I came up and told Dave that and he was just like, holy shit. Oh my gosh. And at that time I thought, you know, should I, you go through all these weird scenarios in your head where you're like, should I like, so I tell my friend Christine and I'm like, I don't want to scare her. But then I was like, well, she runs early in the morning. I really shouldn't, you know, I should tell her. And then I'm like, should I put it on next door, the Facebook page? And at first I was like, I don't know. And then I thought a lot of people walk in this neighborhood. A lot of women walk in this neighborhood alone. Um, like I do. And so, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to put it out there. So it, it was like, it was weird. Anyway, so I put it on Facebook. I put it on next door. Um, and, you know, every, 99% of people were like super duper sweet. But it was weird. Once I kind of got it out there and the adrenaline passed, like was gone, I was just so fucking pissed all day yesterday. I was just mm-hmm. mad. I was mad because it's bullshit. And I'm like this morning when I woke up, I really was like, I don't think I'm going to go walk this morning. I had time to do it, but I was like, I don't want to do that. Um, I've gotten some mace to carry in my fanny pack. Um, so I guess that I'm Good going to do that, but I just like, I don't know. It pissed me off and, and the good, uh, not the good thing, but what made it feel like I'm glad I, I did this was on next door, which I'm loath to ever post anything on. I don't think I ever mm-hmm. have posted anything on next door and I'm loath to even read it. Cause it's so ridiculous. Um, there were stories like, Oh yeah. My friend said, um, at a street kind of south of us, um, the same m- m- kind of description of the same guy, um, the same thing happening to like two older Is ladies. Is someone going to call the cops? Well, I did call like, the, I did call the cops. Okay. Well, I called three one one cause I was like, I don't know what to do. Like this yeah. isn't, you know, and it's not la- an emergency. No. Mm-hmm. And the lady was like, Oh, you need to call nine one one. I'm transferring you. And I was like, okay. And so mm-hmm. then I went to nine one one and I'm like, this happened, but this happened like 45 minutes ago. And she was like, well, okay, we can't do anything about it. I'm like, yeah, I know. That's why I was calling three one one. She was like, well, you need to call three one one. I'm like, okay. So I called three one one again. I said, I am not like, this is a cop does not need to come. I just like, I want this to be on the record. I have a, yes. I want there to be right. a case file of this happening and you know, la la la. So I have one. I mean, who, who knows what will come of it, but, um, the only like not funny thing, but yeah, the, (laughs) again, I post on next door was very clear about everything I said. Like I have reported this. I'm okay. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Just wanted to let everybody know there are now 128 comments on this post and it's like, please say what Barb said. Oh yeah. It's been deleted now, but she was like, (laughs) (laughs) can't believe this is happening in a democratic city i'm like what is that what what does that mean wait Uh, barb no 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 not like any no this is on this is on no this is on um next door but i mean most of this is like people being very sweet like i'm glad you're safe glad that you know take care of yourself or whatever i saw this as well and then people one guy's like carry wasp spray Maybe you need to open carry. And I'm like, no, no, no. no. That seems yeah. to shoot light overreaction. <laughs> and, yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like, I think Dave and I were talking about this last night. It was like, how would you feel? I mean, yes, this was really crappy and it sucked and I'm mad about it. But like, if I had shot the guy, 
I don't think I would feel great about myself. I don't think that would be justifiable <laughs> no. either. What like, about your life shot wasn't him in, in the, danger? Yeah. If you shot him in the dick, though, that'd be funny. <laughs> that, would be that would be funny. Like, <laughs> he just carry a BB you. gun around. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Tased his dick. <laughs> I mean, it's specifically for getting it out. Yep. Yeah. There was some lady that said, "Ladies, maybe you don't need to go out alone." And I'm like, "Is that a joke?" Oh, fuck off. <laughs> not. Um, I hate her. Anyway, it kinda, yes. it's not on women to change perfectly reasonable expectations yes. and our behavior mm-hmm. just to stay. I mean, normally I'm like, there's that thing where you know, uh, women shouldn't have to not go to fun parties and not drink and not yeah. do what. And yeah. my attitude is like, well, yeah, in the perfect world that we live in, yeah. you shouldn't mm-hmm. have yeah. to do that. But am I going to stand on my rights or am I going to make sure that I'm safe by yeah. i don't know like n- not drinking till i get blitzed Blackout. at the yeah. at the right. at the fraternity party right yes. um mm-hmm. but you know come on you should be able to go out for a walk mm-hmm. outside like, your house and it was light out you know it was well it, and your kids go just well, like i know run that's around the, the neighborhood that's the scary that's thing, the thing. I, yep. yeah and i really was to Bridget I don't want to scare her into not talking to anybody she doesn't know but I'm like if there's a strange man that comes up to you run away you know kind of reiterating all the stuff and I felt bad because she was like are you okay I mean she was very sweet mm-hmm. she was like are you okay Aww. and I'm like I'm okay it's okay it's just as it just sucks and it <laughs> right and I also mean, it does suck. chances are the guy's not going to do any, anything more he yeah. wants to freak you out and that's yeah. it and get his yeah. rocks off yeah. but you don't know that for sure no, exactly, right. exactly. Well, and it's still it's le- it's still traumatizing. Like I was saying, this th- something like this happened to me when I was maybe eight or nine. Um, I was walking to the grocery store with my friend Michelle, and a dude drove up and asked us for directions, and we started to give them to him. Although we were kids, like why the hell would we, know where <laughs> he was? we were like, oh, I think it's up over that, and then we realized that he was totally naked. Oh, oh, God. Yes. And we just sort of like turned around and went home. I mean, maybe he was hot. <laughs> what time of year was it? He was it? not. I think she not. means like temperature hot. <laughs> yeah. That's why he was naked. He's trying to cool either, down. Either way. No. Yeah. <laughs> we put some clothes on before we leave the house. Uh, um, anyway. I, I also had that kind of thing happen twice in my life. Like it's... It's just gross. Men, keep it in your pants. I know. Not to kink shame, but like, I'm kink shaming you. This well, is gross. That's, no. That's <laughs> yeah. And an you're not consented to that. Yeah. Like, maybe if you were his girlfriend and you're like, hey, meet me outside of here and I'm going <laughs> to pretend to be a scared sure. lady. Then, both okay, parties fine. are in agreement, fine. <laughs> yes. But you don't do that to a little kid. No. And you don't do that to somebody un- unsuspecting. I know. God. See, when we brought this up before and Christy, you were saying, you know, every woman has an experience and I'm like, Mm -hmm. well, I don't. What's wrong with me? But I sort of think that I think maybe I have and I don't even know it because like 95% of the time I am deep inside my own head Mm -hmm. when I'm out in public. So there's a good chance that a dude may have been wanking off at me and I wouldn't even see it mm-hmm. <laughs> right why is your hand doing that what are you doing yeah but also well, like, you wouldn't even I don't that. take it as a compliment no. <laughs> no. No. you know it's a it's assault so yeah. Yeah. I mean don't well, be bummed I know. if you haven't noticed <laughs> I know I it was weird because I was like 
I I just happened to turn the corner. Like he couldn't see me because the wall is high enough. Unless he was watching me before, he couldn't see me. Oh, a crime of opportunity was what it was. Yeah, I just happened to be there. Yeah, and I'm like, what if it was like some old lady or old man or something? I don't Mm -hmm. know. It was, and he had a vehicle, so you think he must have driven. Yeah, to the neighborhood. the neighborhood. Yeah. And, that's and then somebody... got out and started yeah. jerking it on the lawn, on somebody's yes. lawn. Yes. Yes. And I need to oh, go. There, uh, you need to go ask if there's like some ring video. I know. Yeah. That's what everybody says. I need to. I drove by the house and I was going to go, but then I, and I don't think he lives there, but I, I, I was like, oh, maybe I'll go by. And I'm like, no, Dave can go do that. I'm not going right. to go do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no. maybe, Isn't, maybe that's the house of an ex that he's mad at or oh, his no. boss that he's pissed off at. Or the or... lady that he's stalking yeah. and she needs to know. Yeah. Yeah. The, it feels like they should know that yeah, that was happening. Strange. I know. <sighs> anyway, I, I then I had to go. <laughs> then I had to like go out with. A, a new client for like all night, basically not Hi. all night, but for a while it was the, yesterday was the weirdest day. It started off um, me like getting jerked off at, and then ending the <laughs> night, like at seeing an eighties cover band. At, <laughs> at, and I was like, what's happening right now? This is very weird. Anyway, you work uh, in such a weird industry. <laughs> you went to see an <laughs> 80s cover band with a client? Yes. We're trying to. It was their first time in Austin, and we're trying to impress them. It was fun, but it was very weird. Strange. Yes. That sort of thing doesn't happen at the University of Minnesota. <laughs> 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 Maybe we would be better for it if it did. <laughs> let's party. All right, let's move on. Fuck that guy. Um, okay, let's move on to the But nail. don't fuck that yeah, guy. Yeah, no, don't. Absolutely do not. I hope no he way. never gets fucked for the rest of his life. That is what nope. I wish. I don't I hope, wish his I hope penis he- to be shot off, but yeah, he never puts in a vagina ever again or wherever. I was going to say, I hope that he's forced to wank off so vigorously <laughs> that it eventually just falls off. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, no. Your worm fell on the ground. It's oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Kicks it into the gutter. Bye. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right um moving on to the mailbag subtly um the uh, we didn't get any mail come on y'all i want some mail but we did get quite a few answers to the last question of the week which was what dumb thing do you love about living in america and we got some good ones that i was like ooh, i had like hadn't even thought of that um treasure says giant ass stores i love a grocery store with options yeah <laughs> yes. true Maybe they have lettuce. I notice a lot of these are kind of space-based. Yes. Here in this country, we just have so much room to have (laughs) giant-ass stores and big backyards and things that they don't have in other parts of the world. Totally. Yes, for sure. Um, Amanda says, MLB in the spring and summer, NFL and college football in the fall. I hibernate in the winter. I I mean... They just have soccer all year round everywhere yeah. else. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's yes. hockey in the winter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also in the summer, too. Mm-hmm. Hockey goes on for a long time. Okay. Ali, um, Julie says pie. And then she linked to it, which I have not clicked on that. And have you clicked on it? Oh, I read the whole thing. It was <laughs> I read that before rid- Julie posted it. Yeah. It's kind of a ridiculous article. I was kind but- of offended. And yep. I sent it to my mom, and she's like, I haven't forgotten. Yeah, the idea that nobody knows how to make pie in this country anymore? Come on. Oh, Come please. on. She's not wrong that British people have real whack ideas about what American pie is. <laughs> not the song, the actual thing. But Ugh. British pie is gross. I mean, yes. when they try to make sweet pie, it's gross. They mean, you know, their, their savory pies their have savory. some 
some yeah. merit to them, but man, they cannot do dessert pies. That? I know plenty of American people who know how to make a good pie. Yeah. And there's plenty of yeah. pie shops that make good pie. Oh, yeah. 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 Author was such a snob. No. Um, Alicia says, stores open all hours on major holidays. Need Pepto-Bismol or a 9-volt battery at 3 a.m. or a slab of sheetrock on Easter Sunday? No problem. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, Alicia, what what it? Why do you need sheetrock on Easter Sunday? <laughs> hey, you never know. You never is this a, know. a weird interpretation of the stone rolled away or something? <laughs> You're doing a recreation. <laughs> Only this With time drywall. Jesus punches through the sheetrock. <laughs> I do remember the first time realizing things were closed. Like, it had never dawned on me that things were closed on Easter. And I was, like, trying to go to a Nordstrom. And this- I was a teenager. And I'm like, wait, it's closed? Why is it closed? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to Nordstrom. Um, Kenneth says, I love that there are 50 states. I would like 52 if they add D.C. and Puerto Rico. If they want to keep it uh, 50, combine the Dakotas and Nebraska with Oklahoma. Ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, for sure, they ought to combine the Dakotas. They yes. still don't have enough people for like one whole real state. They don't deserve yeah. their representative. No. <laughs> no. And there are four senators. Mm-mm. Um, Leslie says most of the dumbass things I love are simultaneously the dumbass things I hate. I know. I hear I, you. I do mm-hmm. love the big ass stores with everything, but I also hate them. Too many choices. I love that I could go to said big ass store in my pajamas, but I also hate that people wear pajamas to the store. <laughs> I would parenthetically, I would never wear pro- pajamas to the store. Probably. Not the rules of the question. I know. Sorry. No, I think that that's true. It is sort of like we are American. So we're like, "Mm, this is so great. You know, this is like where our tastes lie. But then, you know, in your heart, you're like, this is so tacky. Like, this is not good. I know. Well, this really speaks to me because I think during the show when we were discussing it, I was struggling with the whole concept of pajamas to the store. I was like, I would totally I could wear, but I wouldn't wear, but I would wear pajamas to the store. Maybe I mean I, I think it's a I personal have, choice. You know, I wouldn't have pre-COVID now. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I also I think it's really lame to judge what other people are wearing. So like, yes. do yeah. what you are comfortable with. Yeah. But who cares what anyone else is doing? I mean, pre-COVID, I had outdoor leggings and indoor leggings. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm just like whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. whatever. It's all. I think the only time I will judge someone for what they're wearing is if I'm sitting next to them on a bus and they're wearing a gigantic gigantic cos- cosmo play or something and oh, it's like well, in- coming into my area <laughs> if they're a furry and they're infringing on your personal yes, space that's exactly exactly yeah. um i frequently would wear my leopard leggings with a pink crop top to and i was like why are people looking at me right now and i'm like oh i do look I like <laughs> just everyone needs to mind their business <laughs> i know yeah. a little crazy um lane says this is gonna sound very obnoxious but the trivial thing i missed most when living outside the u.s was huge boxes of pre-washed salad greens because comically <laughs> large entree salads are a staple of my diet. It's not a diet thing. I like them. Me too. Uh, <laughs> a couple of times I saw a small bag of shredded dull iceberg lettuce, but it cost roughly seven to eight US dollars when I could buy a kilo of very dirty fresh spinach for approximately uh, $1.50. I'm like, yeah. Hey, have you tried dried oregano? <laughs> <laughs> just as good <clears throat> hey this is a convenience thing that lane brings up that i think is great pre-washed fish mm-hmm. is it wasteful uh yeah but oh, it's so nice land you know what waste. 
It makes me eat more greens. And so for that reason, I think it's totally justified. Yeah. Yeah. That would be my answer was fresh fruits and vegetables year round. Yes. Um, Gregory says, I love how low the above average bar is set. (laughs) (laughs) Got a point. Yes. Uh, Tanya says, cereal? When I was traveling abroad for months at the time, the thing I missed the most was bad sugary cereal. Mm -hmm. I hear you. Mm-hmm. It's all like Weetabix or whatever. Yeah, I was about to say Weetabix <laughs> is not a substitution. <laughs> Although I do remember having a real distinct yearning for Cocoa Krispies. Oh, uh, yeah. When I was living in, when I was a little kid in England, they did, ha- I don't think they called them Cocoa Krispies, but they had something, it's just named the differently. So they do have some crappy cereals, just not, not the exact ones. ones. Um, occasionally I'll let my kids watch, um, serial commercials for the eight from the eighties on YouTube. I don't know why they find them enjoying and <laughs> Dave and I are like, Oh, nostalgia. These are so weird. Cause there were so many cereal mm-hmm. commercials, you know, part of a complete breakfast, which is the most comically large breakfast. Nobody eats. Yeah. Cause everybody has orange juice and milk and toast. And, <laughs> and, 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 and or, or yeah, whatever. exactly. But there's a cocoa crispies one and the kids are like, I'm sorry, what is this? And I'm like, you're not having it. We're <laughs> <Nothing>. not. <laughs> well, I love Cookies. 80s kid commercials because they're just so unsubtle. Like the psychology mm-hmm. they're trying to work with is just right on display. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they yeah. seem fake now. Yeah. Yep. No, they're... Like if you watch them. In... Um, so Cocoa Krispies, are those the ones that are like the little round balls of chocolate? No, they're Rice Krispies, but Cocos. Cocoa Puffs oh, are the yeah. round balls. Cocoa Puffs. With yeah. Sunny, okay, the, who's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Because <laughs> the school gives out Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa Puffs are chocolate kicks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The, I just think that that's weird that that's part of like sanctioned breakfast. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> the commercial that always sticks in my head is probably like a, I don't know, like a toy car one where they were playing with these trucks or whatever on a like this awesome dirt track. And I was like... That was the first time I was probably three or four, and I was like, nobody has that. <laughs> That's not real. And then I had to talk to my mom about the difference between real life and TV. Oh, oh sad. And I was like, the magic nobody was... has a cool track in their backyard. No, Hillary, if I if I ever go to Austin, I'm bringing your kids Cocoa Krispies. Oh, my gosh. They're going to be like, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Cool Aunt Christy. <laughs> I know, for sure. Aunt. Yeah, when they go to my parents, um, they get... Well, Bridget's picky. She doesn't like it, but um, Rory likes Lucky Charms. I don't know why Bridget mm-hmm. doesn't like them. She's weird. But I, I think I've said this before, but when Rory was little, he called them Chunky Loms, which I still Oh, think. that's <laughs> so cute. He's like, I want Chunky Loms. I mean, it's um, not actually marshmallows, but it's not necessarily bad. No, no. Um, Anne Louise says, corny answer. It's so big. So many places I haven't been in our country and want to visit. Actual answer, nachos. <laughs> Love correct. it. Yes. Love Do they it. have nachos in Mexico or some version of it that hasn't been bastardized by us? Or is this uniquely... I mean, they have tostadas. It's kind of... Yeah. Wait. It's Do they have the tostadas same. in Mexico? <laughs> oh, no. I don't know that. But I, I do know that the nachos aren't the same. Okay. Um, treasure again. Also, peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> which is a nice callback. Um, Carolyn says, interstates, fast, cheap, on-demand travel can be great. Mm-hmm. I do love an interstate. I mean, this is what I always said about stupid Trump. Is he re- If he really had done, like, the, you know, transportation, whatever the week. Infrastructure that, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, 
everybody would have celebrated that. Like, our roads are falling apart. Our bridges are falling apart. This was all developed in, what, the 50s? Like, it needs yeah. to be. I think I, mm-hmm. I read that Eisenhower was, you know, in World War II when he was in Germany. He saw the Autobahn and he was like, that is an excellent idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, I don't know if you guys heard this, but during our heat, the roads were literally melting mm-hmm. here. So that's cool. Ugh. That's awesome. <laughs> I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> Drive <but> fast. <laughs> <apparently it is. laughs> uh, and then some dead guy said state fairs. <laughs> well, I'm not going to argue with the dead. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. He is right on occasion. Um, thanks, y'all. That was Those are good. And really, I love a big ass store. I really do. Mm-hmm. Not Walmart. And I'm not even saying this because of any sort of like. I mean, Walmart's evil, but I'm not even saying it because of that. I, I hate the feeling of Walmart. It makes me feel bad when I go in there. Walmart's and I grubby. It is. The Walmart lighting is, is bad. Just dirty and grubby. Yes. And it's not that much cheaper, honestly. When I worked from, when I didn't work and I was like, I guess I'm going to start shopping at Walmart because I think it'll be cheaper. It was not that much cheaper. Like Target was similarly priced. Yeah. Target's the same, but like it doesn't have that same yucky feel. Oh, I don't like it. Well, it's just how they have the displays is just gross. It's not like the people that shop there or the workers. It's just how they have it, everything right. laid out. Yeah. It's yeah, the, gross. The physical location is is poorly maintained and dirty. Mm-hmm. And like they don't do adequate recovery on yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. their displays, so like you'll go into an a, an area and there'll be like shirts all over the floor and stuff, <laughs> or there's milk in the you know in the motor oil section. It's because yeah. how they treat their employees, yeah. right? Yeah. They don't get benefits. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. They're paid under min- like minimum wage at the most. Like it's gross. Yep. Anyway. But where else are you going to get that Kathy Ireland collection? (laughs) (laughs) I think I did have a Kathy Ireland item of clothing at some point in the 90s. I definitely had, and I think this was from maybe Kmart. Um, Yeah, uh, I think she sold them at Kmart. I had a Kathy Lee dress. (laughs) That was fancy. (laughs) What was Kathy Ireland from? I only know her from clothes now, but I know that can't be true. Yeah, Yeah. Sports Illustrated. She was also in a really terrible um, Texas movie. About like football or something. Necessary roughness. Yes. With Scott Bakula. I <laughs> yes. Saw that. Yes. Yes. That's where. That's my Kathy Ireland knowledge. That's where it ends. Okay, I remember her. <laughs> I just feel like she's more famous for clothes now. Yeah. She probably, probably. makes more money that. She way. has a furniture yeah. line too, right? Yes. Ooh. Yeah, she does. Oh well, we are way off track. And do you want to take us into media talk? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about swimming and how we feel about swimming and. uh what kind of a part of our life that's been uh, the first uh, bullet point that I just put is our aqua experiences. Christy, I'd like to hear about the pool at your apartment. Mm. Uh, yeah, that was my first pool is my mom was like her career was an apartment manager. So when we moved to Nebraska, we had a really awesome, nice pool that we spent every single day in the summer in there. And our hair turned green because I had like, very, very <laughs> blonde hair. Like, I mean, like white, and it turned green. Yep, that happened to me. Yes. Okay. Oh, Special yeah. Special shampoo. Yeah. Otherwise, mm-hmm. yeah. All of, like the apartment, like ho- like cheap hotel pools were like so chlorinated that yeah, mm-hmm. it immediately turned green. I think all of that stuff is for kids, though, because I, you know, I lived my previous apartment to buying the house had a pool, but it just seemed like. 
every day there were tons of kids in it and i was like i as an yeah. adult like, i don't want to go and hang out in the pool with a bunch of kids no yeah. well in omaha you kind of need to find a place to get cool at some time so that's where it was so there was adults and kids and they had adult only swim and because my mom was the manager we had she had to do pool maintenance and so i got to like go down with this little like thing that measured all the chemicals and take it to the bottom and bring it up and then they would put the little drops in it and then i also got to vacuum the pool which was really fun i like how you're talking about right you're talking about chores like they're a privilege i know and it was your mom did it right (laughs) it was a really deep pool too i mean it had like a diving board and i feel like it was i remember it being 10 feet deep maybe that is how deep it was it was very deep that was a thing right yeah, but deep pool. I yeah. mean, because I could finally, I remember like when I was nine, I could finally get to the drain and like your ears yes. almost popped. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Very exciting. Yeah. Uh, Hillary, how about you? Well, when I first learned to swim and, and definitely swimming was a thing that, you know, I guess it's sort of like a privilege or whatever, but it was something that was really important to my parents. Like you have to learn how to swim. And it was pretty early. Like I think I was like three or something when I learned how to swim earlier than my kids who were like, oh, I'll do a life jacket or floaties. I was never a floaties kid. I was like, no, thank you. I don't want this. But my, my first real experience besides learning at the Y was my grandmother had a pool at her house in Virginia and I would come and every summer and literally like be stripping off my clothes and like putting my bathing suit on like, I can't wait. <laughs> um, and she had the same thing, like a kidney shaped pool that was super deep and, um, we would just spend hours and hours and hours in that pool. We're like, and I, my favorite time of that pool was at night, you know, it's summer. They'll let you swim. It's still pretty, you know, she lived in the DC area. So it was like hot and muggy. You just want to be in the pool. And then she turned the lights on and I was like, yes. It's so cool. It's so mm-hmm. cool. I mean, there was nothing, it wasn't like they were flashing or anything. I just thought like, this is the best thing ever and she had unlimited sodas so I'd have like a can of Diet Coke (laughs) off to the side and you know swim up eat some chips drink my Diet Coke it was heaven (laughs) hashtag blessed Uh, yes yes. I know it was awesome it was awesome I was really sad because when Dave Dave went to my grandmother's house she died in 2010 so he I mean he met her and spent a lot of time with her but her pool heater was broken every time we went up there and I'm like you never got to experience the majesty of the pool he's like I'm okay <laughs> I got it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah loved it Meredith it's it's hard to pinpoint like when I started to swim because growing up in Michigan obviously you're surrounded by lakes pretty great ones and we would go to Lake Michigan all the time and I, I don't know if they, they were, you know, they had me in baby swimming classes. I have some friends who, who had their infants in swimming where they would like, oh, you know, like, turn their babies over face down and yeah. so the babies learn to, I so they wouldn't drown. Yeah. Ugh. I've seen some videos and it makes me anxious. I don't think they did that, but I don't remember a time when I couldn't swim. Um, and so it was either we were going to Lake Michigan to swim, um, and we would go to Grand Haven or Hoffmaster State Park. Um, my dad also, and so, hmm, okay. My dad has a cottage about an hour North of Grand Rapids in a place called Six Lakes. Um, and it's a tiny little lake, but it's, it's more than a pond. Uh, I can swim across it, but it takes a little while. 
Um, and it's spring fed, so it's nice and cold and it's not gross. Um, and so I, I, that's where most of my swimming memories are or at the cottage. Um, my dad always kept the lake shore of his property natural, which is commendable, but nasty as hell. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it's covered in lily pads and muck. Um, And so you don't want to swim off of that. Green slime on the rocks. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 And literally, like, I just I was so afraid of leeches that I wouldn't step in it um, because you would definitely get leeches on you. And I never did. What? Actual leeches? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You stick your foot in that. You're coming. Yeah. It's fine. You just pop them off. Oh, it's fine. I was scared of that from Stand By Me being in the water but these were actual leeches oh yeah yeah yeah. just oh, kind of gotta give them a little oh, pinch oh, oh. and pull them off oh, oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that well let me hold on so what we would do is we would we had a paddle boat and we would take the paddle boat out to this raft in the middle of the of the lake and swim off of that and that was deep enough to where like unless you went really far down there was nothing you could touch like there was some algae that would grow really really tall so if you went really far down you could touch some yucky stuff and I never wanted to do that so I didn't ever really try to go too deep but my brother of course would like go down as deep as he could and then come up and be like his hands full of nasty like algae and stuff god or seaweed or whatever it was (laughs) Um, and, but if you, there were a lot of like fish, there were a lot of bluegills. It was called little bass Lake. It is called little bass Lake. There were no big fish in it cause it's such a small pond slash lake thing. Um, but if you, if you sat on that raft and you dangled your feet in the water, turtles and fish would nibble on your toes. And mm-hmm. it was not like, it sounds creepy and gross, but it was like such a normal, harmless thing it doesn't hurt it's not like they hurt your skin or anything it was just like a oh whoops there's i guess i've had my feet in the water for too long mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> because they talking think that like, my feet are food you're talking like box turtles versus snapping turtles not you're snapping fine. turtles no yeah. no there's like tiny little fish like nibbles would, like, nibble on you and stuff oh, and no. we used to go like <laughs> on our way up there we would stop and get like fast food for lunch or whatever and we would my sister and i would save some of our fries and we would go fishing with them. So we'd like break them into a bunch of little pieces and, and throw them in the water and then have our nets underneath that. And then like scoop up, like you could get like 20 fish in, in 20 minutes doing it, <laughs> doing that. And we would just put them in a bucket full of water and then throw them back in the lake. We didn't want to eat them or anything. So oh my gosh. Um, we did a great deal of, of, of lake swimming um, and, and all day long, like swimming is so exhausting that I'm sure that our parents were like, sweet. It is the best. They come home because so you come tired. in exhausted yeah. and you just sleep forever. Um, but you know, Lake Michigan is the, is the other thing. And you know, if you've never been to Michigan and seen these lakes, the, the, the only way I can describe it is they're kind of like an ocean. You know, if you're standing on a, on a sand dune, you cannot see <laughs> the other side, right? Like you can't see land in any other direction. And it, it, it feels very much like the ocean. There's just no sharks and it's not salty. Yep. Um, so it's, it's got tides and it can be dangerous just like the ocean. And it's, I'm sure it's full of like all sorts of disgusting fish and creatures and dead bodies and stuff like the ocean <laughs> is, but it always strikes me as a little less nasty than the ocean. It doesn't have that nasty smell that <laughs> yeah. I really hate how the ocean is. You do? <laughs> I More really than like hate a, it. Than a lake? Yeah. I think it's oh. gross. I think it's way worse than 
Yeah, I think it's way worse than a lake. Well, the lakes around here are filled with, what do you call them, Canada geese. And those just like like make your vagina fall out like there's it's so gross like the smell um from those lakes are just so gross you know every once in a while there'll be like an algae bloom or something or Mm -hmm. there'll be like a mass die off of fish and so then you don't really want to be at the beach because first of all you'll get destroyed by black flies but it also smells pretty gross but in general the water is pretty clean and you know it's silty so it doesn't look clear but it isn't dirty it's yeah. just that the the, the mm-hmm. sand is like kicked up so i'm a, i'm a big fan of of lake michigan and lake superior in particular is especially beautiful and clear and cold yeah um, you can That's see down to the bottom the problem with swimming in the great lakes i find too cold so cold so cold well lake superior is like shocking even in like july when it's the height of you know yep. when it's the hottest outside you jump in there and it's like 40 degrees and it takes your breath away um but it is gorgeous and and kind of amazing to think about that we have the largest amount of fresh water in the world right here it's where we're gonna be sitting pretty when the yeah. rest well, of the I'm world well i'm glad i own a house here <laughs> yeah. right like yeah. the next war is gonna be over fresh water and we got a whole bunch of it <laughs> right there I got a spare bedroom. Anybody? Anybody? (laughs) Uh, Well, I do come from literally the land of 10,000 lakes. You do. Um, Mm -hmm. That is a suspiciously round number. Um, (laughs) It's got to be an estimate, right? I think it's closer to 12,000, but it very much depends on what you classify as a lake. You know? Yeah. You can get creative with the counting. But there there are tons of lakes all over this state. And I have swum in some of them. I would not say a lot, but I did learn to swim when I was, you know, five down in uh, Lake Harriet, which is one of the jewels of the Minneapolis park system. You go there and there's a little beach. I mean, beach is a generous way to put it. But, you know, you take the swimming lessons and I got all of that. But the thing that I really remember growing up from my childhood is when we moved to Switzerland and I was there from age nine to 12, uh, they have tons of public swimming pools yeah they're called the yeah. holland bods and i was old enough to sort of be roaming around on my own by the time i was 10 or 11 and so a friend and i would just go to the holland bod and it's like a couple of swiss francs to get in and then you just do your thing in the pool yeah there all yeah. afternoon no supervision no nothing and it was just super fun yeah to- yeah do that it's the kind of freedom that i think that we don't give kids anymore just because our ideas about parenting and what we should allow children to do on their own has has changed a lot i'm not saying it's a bad thing i'm just saying that it's it's a thing you know children don't have as much autonomy as no like we used to we just wouldn't do it like that anymore but i have a lot of really fun memories also we took swimming lessons through my school in switzerland because i think wow. all the, the holland bods were closed on mondays christy it's really not as fancy see i say i went to school in switzerland and you think i went to like some swiss finishing school <laughs> and the, mm-hmm. it's not it was just an elementary school that was sort of british and sort of american so it, it just wasn't fancy it was in Switzerland. I mean, just swimming lessons seems fancy at well, school. Maybe. So it wasn't a fancy school, but it mm-hmm. wasn't like poor people that went there, it was right? Also it's like from that, you know, region where they, they take care of stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. They, <laughs> they that's a, that's more what I mean. Like, <laughs> right. and, it's and fancy. Like, all, you um, had your 
regular education and you got swimming lessons like that's kind of unheard of right and and this was a school for expatriates essentially so mm-hmm. it, probably people that have some money like I wouldn't have gone there except my dad's work paid for it right. yeah if they hadn't done that then I would have gone to the Swiss public school system but uh so since the Hollandbots were usually closed on Mondays they would just bus us over like the 10 minute bus ride to the pool and we would learn to swim every Monday and uh, every year we had a swimming gala at my (laughs) school that's what they called it and I've said before we didn't have houses even though it was sort of a vaguely British system not the houses like Harry Potter except for sports we did have teams all named after big um, predatory animals so I was a lion there's the lion's the cheetahs, the pumas, and the jaguars. And we would have the swimming gala every year where the teams competed against each other and you would be put into an event based on your prowess. Um, I'm not a fast swimmer. I'm a strong, steady swimmer, but yeah. I got no speed. Yeah. So I would always be like in the slow heat for the backstroke. That was my <laughs> deal. But that was a big, huge undertaking there that they did every yeah. year that was pretty fun and I learned to do CPR there on the Recessa Annie dummy which I hated mm-hmm. <laughs> that she had my name <laughs> Recessa Annie oh God. Annie Annie are you okay <laughs> somebody call 911 <laughs> yuck I have a question like did they have school not like school uniforms but school swimsuits that they gave out or how did that even work no we just all had our swimming gear and we brought it with us on mondays okay that was all i think i think for the swimming gala we may have had swim caps in our team colors the lions were navy with white cool just like to say (laughs) um yeah but i think you just brought your own stuff i don't really remember it was definitely not a school with any kind of uniform Mm mm-hmm so I had uniforms in my British school when I actually lived in England, but not in Switzerland. Um, so that, I would say, was probably my formative uh, experiences with swimming. And then, you know, I am, I'm um, pretty open about my horrendous body image issues that I've had since becoming a teenager and adult. And so I don't spend a lot of time swimming now because that would require me to be publicly visible in a swimsuit. And I, my psyche cannot take that. <laughs> Someday we'll see. Um, so I just think back about swimming at the Holland Bot, and that was my thing. Yeah, uh, so really cool. we really have to. There is a central question. Maybe I should have asked it first. We have to go pool versus beach oh, versus yeah. lake versus mm. pond versus yeah. river versus hot tub. <laughs> no, versus. <laughs> but I, I'm pro hot tub, but. Maybe not pro-public hot tub. I'm pro-private yes, hot tub. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Let's put it that way. But I think most of us are in agreement that the pool is the way to go. And I'd like to discuss yeah. why. Why Why are we pool-centric? I don't... No leeches? Yeah. Well, that's... <laughs> yes. Doesn't hurt. It's true. No creepy crawlies. No fish. I don't like fish. Yeah, I don't no. like the idea of fish swimming around. I don't know where they are, and they could bite me. Yeah. And there are fish with teeth. Northern pikes are in abundance in Minnesota, and those suckers are scary looking, and they can get large. And mm-hmm. I 
don't need them taking a chomp out of me by mistake. No. no. I um, And jellyfish. Yeah, jellyfish. If you go to ocean, yeah. everything in the ocean is trying to kill you. Yeah, There's right. the waves, the jellyfish, the barnacles. Like, everything is, like, trying to hurt you at all times. So, no to oceans. So I mean, they look pretty. I I heard some woman on a podcast say, my ideal situation is to be in a pool looking out at the ocean. And I was yep. like, that actually sounds wonderful. Isn't that what we all said is <laughs> our said the other ultimate day. getaway? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, like, part of the reason, like, I'm not interested in skiing, and, like, I think it's, I think skiing is cool. I'm not interested in it because I, I hate schlepping. I hate schlepping things places. And when you mm-hmm. go to a beach especially, you're always schlepping a thousand things with you. Yes. And I'm like, this is not worth it. Mm-hmm. And then you have to go back. You forget something. When you're at a pool, I don't know. It just seems like more of a relaxed situation. It's not as much of a commitment. Um, and... I, I hate getting sand places. It irritates mm-hmm. me so much to get sand in different crevices, wherever it might be. Yeah, I hate mm-hmm. my feet feeling dirty. Ugh. Even when we go to a lake around here, and this is my lake experience, I get into, I my feet get wet, I get into a little rowboat, um, like inflatable rowboat, and Jeremy and Elliot pull me into the middle of the, of the <laughs> lake, and they swim around, and then they pull me back in. <laughs> So you don't have to get eat by leeches. I don't. Yeah. I don't want the yucky water. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. I kind of agree. I mean, I, I have tons of lake swimming experience, but if I had to choose, I would choose a pool just because like you can see what's in it and what's not. in it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I remember swimming in the Mediterranean and then brushing my foot against something really, really sharp yes. and metal. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? And it was like an oil, like a rusted oil barrel. Yeah. Oh. And I was yeah. Like, okay. People just throw stuff into lakes, <laughs> like bodies and I'm glad I have my tetanus garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do we feel about like river tubing? Okay, I've done a great deal of this, and I know this can be polarizing, but there are, are a lot of rivers in Michigan, and tubing was kind of a fun thing to do in college. You could bring a cooler full of alcohol as long as mm-hmm. it wasn't in glass bottles and, mm-hmm. and kind of get tipsy and float down the river. Yep, and the cooler we did a lot of own inner tube. Yes. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a whole yeah. system with like bungee cords to keep it mm-hmm. in. The, its own inner tube and stuff um but like my stepdad <laughs> is kind of a junk collector and so we would do this in actual semi truck inner tube <laughs> things <laughs> so that i thought that was pretty normal i didn't know that people like got special inflatable things <laughs> to go in the river uh my my sister almost died one time because she got snagged on a tree that was like hanging over and oh god so you have to like be careful bumped her head or something no or... she just got she got she got snagged by the tree and like held underwater oh so we had oh to gosh. like you know grab her and and get her out of there so it it can be kind of scary but and and the other th- the other danger is like talk about scraping your, your yes. feet or your butt on yes. something, yeah. right? Like, you are bleeding by the end of yeah. that. No if it what. gets shallow, there are times where you have to pick up your, your tube yeah. and walk, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Once you figure that? that out, you've scraped your butt on the ground and <laughs> your butt's full of gravel or whatever. So well, it's, it's a fraught thing. There's two things. You have to have one of two in order to make tubing worth it. Children mm-hmm. or alcohol. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you don't have those one of those two things, then why? What I like right. about rivers is they are cleaner than lakes because it's constantly running and usually like snow melt or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they also want to kill you like trees and rapids and 
Yeah. And there are like water snakes and, and snapping oh. turtles and stuff. Oh, in there great, too. great, great. <laughs> Never thought about that. I, I don't know. I, it, no more rivers. We did, we did a ton of that when I was growing up, and I ne- I saw a water snake a couple times, but like, I never got bit by a snapping turtle or anything. Mm-hmm. It's relatively easy to avoid. We have this river that is a big thing that people go to, and um, it's in eastern Washington, and you have these fancy tubes, and you get driven somewhere, and then you go down or whatever. And um, but I also had tubing experience like you did with where it was an actual tire the mm-hmm. inside of a tire and did you know that stem that where you put oh, the air in yeah. always mm-hmm. poked you you have it to be careful did. where that is yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always like you'd always have like a mark or a bruise after your mm-hmm. river experiences yeah but when you were a kid was it fun or oh, it's fun it. as an adult i still like it as an adult oh, yeah? i went for a bachelorette party oh gosh like five or six years ago and did it it was fun i didn't drink but everyone else did of course mm. yeah but Obviously didn't drink when I was a little kid, but like we would go, (laughs) I I thought it was a blast. We would go on this one that was called Horseshoe River and it was literally shaped like a horse, like a very tight horseshoe. And like basically the two ends would come together and you had to get off where it ended. Otherwise it would take you out to Lake Michigan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) So it was kind of fun. Like that's kind of ideal though, because you are, you end up where you started and you don't have to like exactly. trek back. Oh, yes. Yeah. That is a problem. So like a lot of places, like when I was at, when I was in college, you would take a bus, like you would, it would, it would be an organized event and the, the, the place where you would rent your tubes or whatever would take you mm-hmm. to the drop off point and pick you up right at the, at the other end of the river or wherever it was supposed to end. But on this one, I think that's why my parents took us there is because you could just get out of the water and climb up some, some stairs and then go back around and start over. Oh, that's really fun. Mm-hmm. That could be like a whole day. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was, we would camp there all the time and that was what we did all day. <laughs> I'm wondering then these inner tubes, are they the same kind that you would go snow tubing in? So if you own an inner tube business, you would do river tubing in the summer and then snow tubing in the winter? I don't know. So these are like black and kind yeah. of thin. Yeah. I don't mm. know. Did people snow? Like did we did that on those. Like we did those. We like, did too, but I don't know if those are like rented. Yeah. No, I no, think no. Those yeah. were like poor kid. Yeah. That's poor recreation. Kid. <laughs> the, the fancy river ones have like drink holders and or bottoms, right? And like they have bottoms. Like, oh, yeah. So you don't oh. s- scratch your butt. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I think this was like my parents did not want to spend the money to buy oh, no. three kids. Wow. Come on, fancy. No. But I know that there are snow tubing places where you there's like a tow line that tows you up mm-hmm. the slope, and so but I, guess I feel you, like those have handles and stuff. Yeah, yeah, those probably are not, easy to not drink holders. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how you make a a, a living with a river tubing business. So if you could do something else in the winter, like Mm -hmm. landscapers here, I'll do snow removal in the Mm -hmm. winter. Like, well, like in ski resorts, we'll do like, they'll do like rope, you know, yeah. Yeah. Courses courses in the summer or like, you know, the, and are you thinking about a retirement job for you? (laughs) (laughs) No, I, you know, you know, my brain, Christy, it's just (laughs) ever quizzical. (laughs) Figure out how it works. (laughs) Well, um, let's move on to swim fashions because there's a lot, there are a lot of different swim fashions, a lot to say. Uh, I do want to mention, first of all, like everybody gets to wear whatever they're comfortable in. I don't want to swimwear shame 
or like if you want the like 1920s striped wool one piece swim swim costume swim costume <laughs> you go for that if you want to wear your string bikini are string bikinis a thing anymore or was that oh, sure. in the 90s yeah. no that's still a thing. There's, yeah. they're still around yeah i always think of them as being like sort of macrame kind of deals yeah but so everybody gets to wear whatever they want so we're not going to shame anybody for like being slutty or whatever at the pool but um i know christy (laughs) like what you wrote in your notes (laughs) so i never even thought about swimwear and like i mean i guess like what i like to wear or whatever but um elliot as soon as she because she loves to swim she loves it it's like she was born with fins or something and um as soon as she could say what kind of things she wanted and didn't want clothes wise, she's like, why do girls have to wear things that are so tight on their vaginas? Like why (laughs) it hurts my legs and it hurts my vagina. And I was like, I never thought of that. Like why? I mean, the answer is always patriarchy, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But now, yeah, now um, she just wears um, trunks and a swim shirt. But I feel like now is the best time in swimwear because we have so many options yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You can wear, I feel like I see at the pool, I see people wearing like whatever, like, you mm-hmm. know, the long sleeved ones, which yep. I think, I mean, are probably good for like, you know, skin Sun cancer. Protection. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. What do they call those rash guards? Yeah. 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 Different. yeah. Yeah. Well, and yeah, Rory always wears a rash guard now, which is like, mm-hmm. it's funny that I, I remember when I had him, I was like, what? why would I put a shirt on him? I mean, he's a boy. He can just wear like swim shirt. And I'm like, Oh, actually that makes sense. Cause he's a pale Irish lad. Like he needs to cover it's a lot of sun exposure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's safer. We also like the eighties, right? Eighties oh, and nineties, small swimsuit. And then like, um, what was that spray that you'd put on? Like just baby oil. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically Crisco and sit out there. Oh, sun in in your hair. Oh, Remember yes. that? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just yes. sit out in the sun and fry all day long. Mm-hmm. Yep. A tan looks healthy, right? Look mm-hmm. at us. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend who used to say tan chub looks better than white chub. <laughs> oh, Aww. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, ugh. okay, I don't want to think about that too I much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I do. It, it is interesting. I, I like that Elliot is like so comfortable does she get any shit for wearing trunks no i think because she also has short hair people always think she's, think a, she's boy, a boy but so it yeah. doesn't matter yeah, yeah. But she doesn't care about that because it is interesting to see all the little bikinis for little girls yes mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i really i'm not like i don't know i'm not a fan on that any parent can have their kid wear whatever they want right it's not my business but i do think that that's sort of the insidious yes like gender conforming and sexualization mm-hmm. that yes we don't even realize is happening i think yeah. a lot of the time it's yeah. like oh look how cute she is and it's just you so know, she's a baby in her little baby right. bikini and i'm like really no. we're well, showing her boobs off i I yeah, always I like, like when it. the kids were little or when Bridget was little, I did like putting her in like a two piece because it's easier to like change a diaper or, um, Oh, no, see, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, or when she was potty trained or whatever for her to go to the bathroom, it was easier that way. The ones that always got me were like, like a triangle top one for a toddler. I'm like, no, like oh, she doesn't please. have boobs. Like that's for 
boobs, not for, yeah. you know, I don't know. I, I, I it, That one always struck me as like, I'm not going to sexualize my child that much. Like she can wear whatever she feels comfortable in, but that I'm not buying that. Not right now. Um, and, and why do um, bathing costumes for boys seem to get bigger and baggier? <laughs> I know. Right. Yeah. Longer, they get smaller, smaller, and smaller. And smaller. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's even like the um, U.S. gymnastics team who's um, there. I don't remember which country it is that they're wearing like full pants. Yeah. Like I never understood. Mm-hmm. Like you want you want these girls to be like flipping around and doing all these like feats of strength and then they're like always having totally to like pull the things out of their butts right. they have to be like fully waxed because they're it comes fully waxed yeah. as like a 12 year old like yeah. all of it is just so i mean they're so completely gross. unconcerned by picking a wedgie on national <laughs> yeah. television yeah, yeah. I, do they, they have to like, do it tape? all the time yeah. i'm sure they do they, they have must. to yeah. or, or to like, continue your olympic analogy christy why do the women in beach volleyball have to wear bikinis? Good yes. question. There's I've played literally beach no reason. There's no functional reason for that. None. No. None. I, no, that's crazy. I remember Dave was like, I really like beach volleyball. I'm like, yeah, I wonder. Yeah, of course you do. I wasn't allowed to wear, I really wanted to wear a bikini like when I was, I don't know, 12 or something. And my mom wouldn't let me. And so that I remember because I was like, this is so unfair. But like, <laughs> she was very much against this whole idea of yeah, sexualizing yeah. a young girl. Um, so I wore one pieces until I was probably 14 or 15 or something. Um, and now I don't know, I'll wear a bikini. I, I had major liver surgery about 10 years ago and I have a pretty gnarly scar across my abdomen. And at the time I was like, well, that's the end of my bikini days, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. You're like, actually, I don't care. <laughs> I will subject everyone to my gross scar. <laughs> I don't really care anymore. Um, and, you know, it, I, I'm pretty comfortable in, in a bikini still. I'm almost 40. I don't know how much longer that's going to last, but I haven't been swimming in quite a while. <laughs> I think probably the last time I went was, was the last time we went to Will's house for, for mistakes by the lake. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's not, it's not a big part of my life anymore, which is kind of unfortunate when I moved to Detroit, like there's, you know, you can swim in the Detroit river. You can swim in the Detroit river. And I don't say that sarcastically. You really can. People do it. I'm not super interested in that. Yeah. Um, and there's just not so many great beaches. I, I was very spoiled growing up where I grew up um, to have so many awesome beaches so close by. Um, and so I just don't really swim that much anymore. Yeah, I go to my Lifetime Fitness. I've been back going for a, about a month there. Like, I feel okay yeah. to mm-hmm. go back to the gym. I try to stick to the less busy times because I'm not that okay with COVID. Mm-hmm. But um, when you, the track that you can walk around, which I usually walk on after I cool down from working out, it overlooks the pool area. There's a couple of indoor pools and outdoor pool. And so I catch myself looking at it thinking, well, if I came like late in the evening when it's adults only and I could, I could swim then, right? Maybe. I could do that. So we'll see if I do it. Oh, it was so sweet. The other day I was walking uh, and they were doing swim lessons, like young kid swim lessons down there. And I, I love to watch kids Mm -hmm. learning that stuff. And there was a a guy, a swim instructor who's a guy who was probably in his late twenties, who was so hot. (laughs) And okay. Now, so that makes him like 15 years too young for me at this point, but uh, whatever. (laughs) But he was just the epitome of what you'd see for like a 
lifeguard, like blonde mm-hmm. and fit and whatever. And he was down there teaching a little boy with Down syndrome to swim. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> let me at this man. Instantly right hotter, now. right? Yeah. <laughs> this is what I want to see. Yes. And, you and then I think in the other pool, Maybe it wasn't in, maybe it was a couple of days after that I went by and I saw, and my particular uh, lifetime is in Fridley, which I don't know, has a much more um, international population. It seems like there are a lot of immigrants living in Fridley. And so there are a lot more black people that go to my gym that would normally go you know, in the Twin Cities suburbs. And, you know, you hear all the things about how black people just often don't learn to swim because they come from places with higher poverty and they don't have the resources and well and white people you know, took away all their pools that <laughs> yeah. took away their pools and yeah. all of that and uh, i there actually was... did i don't mean to interrupt you i actually did a whole um study back in my, in my previous job about how black women exercise less because they don't want to mess up their hair because oh, they spend true. so much time yeah. and effort getting their hair it's exactly the way they the want ass. it yeah. to rearrange it after exercise is kind of a barrier yep. and so they're like they tend mm. to be less into exercising in that way which is so sad yep but but i again was walking by and looking down at the pool and there was this group of like six i would say like young to mid-age black teenagers and there was like an older guy who was clearly teaching them to swim and they were so nervous about it all (laughs) and i was like oh thank you know that's so great for them i like i like learning or watching people that are learning to swim yeah, it's really awesome. It's really cute. It's mm-hmm. it's really. I like going to Elliot's yeah. little swim lessons. You R- know the triumph. Yes, and they just Rory finally got it a couple of weeks ago, and you could just see like he was kind of getting it, kind of getting it, and then it just sort of clicks. And it's so. Um, I mean, the feeling of floating in a pool, just kind of floating, and or doing a handstand or whatever. I don't know, oh, doing yeah. all those things. I just like it would make me so happy as a kid and it's so much fun to know that you can do that and not like drown, drown. like you don't <laughs> yeah not drown. you know yeah. like to be scared. Well, yeah just that you f- you feel like you have control over it a little bit and yeah. and that's not so much the case in in like like michigan because there are riptides and stuff and i've been pulled under by that so you have to be careful but in a pool it feels pretty safe if you know how to swim yeah mm-hmm. we don't really have outdoor pools here so that's that is a bummer because I mm. like outdoor pools yeah. the best. Your climate is not conducive to outdoor no. pools. No. Not so much. It's the worst. It's it's a really interesting like change from just when you can't float and then you learn to float. Mm-hmm. I mean, pre-float days, yeah. you just like to a stone to the bottom of the pool. <laughs> yeah. But then once you learn, you're like, oh, how could I ever have not known this? Yeah. I feel it's like so I spent easy. a whole summer just floating on my back because I knew how. And to I was like, ha, yes. ha, I can just And you get more this. tan that way in <laughs> <the> water. <laughs> And then I think after you learn to float, you learn the dead man's float, which yes. is you know, the, oh, the yeah. face down float. Yeah. And yes. you're like, ha I can do this I can now. scare people. <laughs> so there are plenty of um, outdoor pools in Michigan, although I would never want to have one. Actually, when I was house hunting the first time, that was a disqualifying feature because <laughs> I didn't want to deal with a pool. Because yeah. in Michigan, you have to drain them. Otherwise, they will freeze. Right. And oftentimes, they'll crack anyway. To, and it's a whole... And you have to get big insurance. Yeah. And, yeah, the, and the maintenance on them. Yeah. No. I mean, I do now... I mean, living in texas i do now sometimes wish we had a pool in our backyard um just because it's so fucking hot and really in the summer it's like everybody has air conditioning so you're either inside or you're at the pool those are the places that you go because otherwise it's too it's just hot too hot to just meander around outside so yeah i mean we go to the pool 
most because your your neighborhood yeah. has one. Yeah, right? our neighborhood has so a pool. Um, is it part of your HOA? Yes. I never yes, said this. It is oh, a part of my HOA, which is really nice. I'm otherwise I'm like I don't know what the HOA pays for besides the wall that doesn't keep out you know <laughs> the jerkers. masturbators. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it does pay for the pool. It's like fifty dollars fifty dollars a month. Or so. it's not. Oh, that's it's not so that bad. Worth it. so yeah, bad. it's not that bad. And our pool is like a little bit janky. I mean, the pool is fine. There's definitely nicer pools in other neighborhoods where there's slides and you know, concessions or whatever. But I like this one because I can sneak in booze and we can like order a pizza to the pool for the kids and stuff. Like it's oh, a little bit. Yeah. That it's, it's yeah, really, That's ideal. Yeah. No, it's the really The thing nice. here is like, I don't want a pool, but like when I was growing up, my best friend's aunt and uncle had one yes. and we could go there whenever we wanted. So that's the ideal situation is just yeah. know somebody with a pool. Yeah. That, <laughs> it's like a boat. It's like, just like a boat, right? You want, you want your best friend to have yes. a boat. Yes. But you don't want that. You, you don't want a boat. And so exactly. I have, most of my pool swimming memories are, are at her aunt and uncle's house. And they were rich anyway. So like, you know, they had like a, a separate entryway. Even if they weren't home, we could go to their pool and we could go change inside and use the bathroom nice. and stuff. Yeah, it was great. Um, so I have a lot of fond memories of of that and that's where I learned how to do the dead man's float that's what reminded me of it is because we would be like we would do little competitions to see how long we could do <laughs> yes <laughs> how long, and I'm sure we gave her mom several heart attacks but that and like you know doing handstands in the water is so yeah. much fun and so much easier than in real life um Missy uh best friend of the show Missy um she and I used to like neither of us had pools but we lived around the block from each other and we would go put our bathing suits on and then put shorts and a t-shirt on over it. And we would just walk to people's houses that had pool and be like, Hey, want to play? And they'd be like, um, <laughs> Oh, I okay. just happened to be wearing my bathing suit. <laughs> like, Oh, like, Oh yeah. Do you want to come swim? Or like, actually like, <laughs> what you have a pool? I didn't know. I had no that. idea. Uh, that is a great. Cool. Scheme. <laughs> <I know. laughs> that is a perfect. Uh, well, speaking of sneaking boozing to <laughs> yes. Hillary's neighborhood pool, uh, what are our swim beverages of choice? I, of course, am Diet Coke all the way. Of course. Right. This is something while you're swimming or like you're at the pool. I'd it's say at outside. the pool. Okay. Yeah, probably not while you're swimming. No, that, yeah, that doesn't seem to work out. I don't need well. chlorine in my Diet Coke. No. Mm-mm. My favorite thing to do is have like be in the water, but like by the edge near the, you know, the edge of the pool and I'll have a little canned wine of some sort though I have to be really mm-hmm. careful because and canned wine is really good but it goes down really quickly and it's a lot of alcohol and you're in the pool and you kind of don't feel it and all of a sudden I get out and I'm like oh one can is sometimes like way too much yes yeah. yes but <laughs> I do like, this is a serving but it's it's not. not well and the thing is like I probably if I'm gonna like drink at the pool really I probably should do one of those you know like a truly or white claw or whatever but I don't like those that much so because they're not that much alcohol and it's like oh this is fun I'm like I feel like a frat boy I don't like these what's the point I know exactly exactly (laughs) um but yeah I like a good can wine I am in love with the idea of a swim up bar but I've never actually experienced it so Mm. I think you know in in my legal drinking days the only thing so (laughs) at at my dad's cottage he would have these big parties where he invited like everybody he knew and 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 he's a social butterfly so he has like 150 close friends and so this would be an enormous bash he called it little bass bash (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. have it every year and the one of the first times i remember going to this 
I was probably 17 or 18, so don't tell the cops. Um, but my, my friend Sarah... <laughs> well, you're already I, going to jail, so it doesn't matter. I'm going to jail for... Te- yeah, I guess in for a penny, in for a pound. Um, and my dad makes this drink called Skip and Go Naked. Ooh. And when I was a kid, he would mix it for parties and he would l- put it in the fridge. He would make it ahead of time, put it in the fridge and label it Gary's Urine. Because it's yellow. (laughs) And we'd be like, ew. (laughs) Why are you putting this in the fridge? (laughs) And we knew it wasn't actually urine, but we also knew it wasn't something we were supposed to touch. And I actually never did. But once I got to be like an older teenager, he kind of slacked (laughs) on the, on the, you know, supervision. And so that actually happened a couple of times. Sarah and I would, would drink. It was just like vodka juice, basically. I think it was like lemonade too right lemonade and i've I've had this drink before yeah i don't know but it it does creep up on you and so you don't really realize what's going on until you stand up and you're like whoa i had too much so i actually uh we would go skinny dipping every once in a while at the little bass bash after having some skip and go naked but other than that like i don't have a lot of experience drinking alcohol by the water so i think that's that's all Mm. i got Christy, I do like a swim up bar, like you said. Yeah. I mean, if right now I would just drink like ice cold water or like lemonade or something. But um, because I go to Mexico a lot, or at least I did, there's always swim up bars and it feels fun. Like, oh, I I love a pineapple juice or like a fancy drink in a some kind of vessel, like a coconut like a or coconut. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it seems so great in theory. And the first one is so good. And then you realize those people haven't left this pool all day. <laughs> yeah. This is just a pee pool They're at this working point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh. Chlorine, so, baby. <laughs> also, there's been, I remember my mom drinking a bee one time out of her diet coke like it swam into the can of diet coke and she yeah drank yeah it and yeah you got to be careful stung her that. lip yeah i remember so. going to caesar's palace the first time i went to to vegas for a conference and i got a 20 dollar mojito next to the pool and i was like all right enough i'm done with this <laughs> <That's> stupid yeah. <laughs> i hate this place <laughs> Well, finally, um, I think we have to talk just for a little bit about diving boards because diving boards do come along with pools. Also, we're going to be having the Olympics in a few weeks. I will be watching the diving. Let's hope not another Greg Luganis situation happens because I still have memories of that. I know. It's not going to happen, but they do come awfully close to those platforms when they swim. It's it's very anxiety-making. But are we pro or are we anti diving boards hillary yes with caveats okay so one i do when i was a kid my grandmother did have a diving board and we would this is how much like parents were like whatever do whatever you want we would regularly do like round offs on the on the diving board and it is a wonder that nobody busted their head open or like slipped because it's a narrow it's you know it's not super wide or anything i can't Mm -hmm. believe we didn't get hurt but we didn't and i love doing it well and diving boards are so textured too yes. so that you don't slip like if you mm-hmm. fall you're gonna take some skin off yes yeah but okay so this past weekend i was in dallas um and uh other best friend emily and her family and i we all we all went to my old neighborhood pool the up pool and it's definitely been <laughs> wait, wait 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 it's <laughs> called university park, university park pool. <laughs> okay <laughs> And, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was great. Like I, I felt 
Yeah, no, it was like, oh my gosh, is it 1990 again? I can just, it feels the same, except now it's like way fancier. They have a slide that's badass, but they have a slide. But they still have both a low dive and a high dive. And I don't know why I just had, whatever, I feel like I'm, you know, 16 years old. I'm like, I'm going on the high dive. I'm doing it. So I went up there mm-hmm. and I got up to the top and I did it. And I have video proof because Bridget, Bridget videotaped me doing it. Um, it was scary. Like, I can't believe I used to regularly do that. When I walked out there, I was like shaking. Like, I was like, I'm so nervous. I just have to jump because I don't like this is so high and it doesn't seem like it's safe. I can't believe they haven't taken it down because I can't imagine what the insurance is on it. But um, yeah, oh, I, they can afford it. Oh, yeah. No, I know. I know. <laughs> but it was like I I do really like them, but I, as an adult, as the older I get, I'm like, ooh, this is scary. But as a kid, fuck yeah, I loved it. We're dumb. They didn't know about death. I know. Right? <laughs> I was always too scared to go off the high dive. Like, I totally understand what you're talking about, yeah. Hillary, when you get up there and you start feeling shaky yes. and you're like, uh, I mean, I would get out there and be like, not nope. today. Uh, Bridget did it. And then I felt bad because she started crying. She got up. She's like, I'm doing it too. Aww. And she got up there and she almost got to the edge. And then she just was like, no. And just turned around and did Aww. the like sad walk of shame back down a little That ladder. whole thing, like cliff diving, uh-uh. any of that jumping into water from a high place. No. Nope. Uh, it's, it's okay. I don't need to do that. No. I'll watch other people do it, but I'm not interested. Yeah. But yeah. No, I, I, but I do as a kid, especially it's, it's pretty fun. It's fine. And as aforementioned I do like to watch somebody who knows what they're doing Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. on a diving board and I never like on on those when the the, um you know commentators are like "Mm, no that wasn't that great I'm like how can you tell (laughs) I'd like to see you do it what are you talking well and they're like the splash was just it was too I'm like how can you control it I don't understand yeah but but by the time you watch three rounds you're like oh yeah she totally (laughs) overrated that yeah by the end of the Olympics we're all experts right yep um, I, I just found out a couple of years ago that my dad was like, you know, one of my biggest regrets was not getting you and your sister coaches for diving and like swimming because mm. he thought that we had Olympic potential, did you, but was probably did you, too lazy. Did you take diving? No, I, I, oh. I, I, could di- <laughs> Why I did he think that because we had that pool. And so I was constantly diving and doing like flips and doing mm. all sorts of oh. stuff like all day every day all summer um and so he said that we were really good and could swim really fast but never like put us in a swim team or yeah i mean that's an interesting regret yeah it's <laughs> very specific of all the things that regret. could have happened in my life that i have resentment over and that's the thing yeah uh my cousins were um really good swimmers. They were all on the swim team. And, and I'm a little bit like you. I'm a, I would consider myself a good swimmer and that I'm a strong swimmer. And I, well, with the exception of butterfly, I can do all the strokes like well, but I am mm-hmm. not a fast swimmer in the least. And they would always make me do competitions at my grandmother's pool. Like let's, and I'm like <laughs> dead last. Like I'm like, uh, uh. um, but I went to all their swim races and, Oh, cause your cousins were like serious swimmers. Yeah. They were super, yeah, they yeah. were really into it. And, but then it's so crazy because the my cousin, my younger cousin, is about the same age as Michael Phelps, and they all grew up in this. Michael Phelps is from like the Baltimore area, I think, and they're in Northern Virginia. Oh, interesting. So they would. He never really competed against him, but they were so, like he was 
a known quantity, you know, very, very, very early on. Um, but my cousin Parker, that was his age, when he went to UT, he thought, well, I kind of am done swimming, but maybe I'll go and see if I can, like, walk on the UT swim team. And he's like, it is just great. Like, you can't. He was a really good swimmer, and those those kids just, like, they fly. I mean, they're mm-hmm. another level. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was like, I, there's no way I can't compete against this. Oh, well. Yeah. You don't have to. No. Nope. Nope. No. <laughs> well, I'm super pro um, diving board. I love diving i'm not good at it i just i think it's fun um and i'm not afraid of heights so i would do the high dive no problem and once i learned how to actually dive like truly dive um in into the deep end uh it was all i wanted to do Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's so fun it is it's super fun and and yeah my friend michelle and we 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 would be like okay who can do the smallest splash like pretend (laughs) that we were in the olympics and stuff um, so that was, that was so much fun. And, and yeah, in retrospect, it was probably pretty dangerous. The stuff that we were doing, on the yeah, like we totally. would like, let's jump backwards and do a backflip and blow, mm-hmm. you know, all this horrible stuff that was probably yeah. really terrible. <laughs> but I did Red Cross, um, swim lessons to where we got, like my sister and I both got certified. And so I felt kind of invincible, which was maybe not great. <laughs> you didn't die though. Nope. We didn't know. No. Yeah. So clearly you are invincible. We are. Yeah. I guess that's the only conclusion. Mm -hmm. That's the logic. (laughs) That's how it works. Yep. Well, so our question of the week, we thought about all the various topics that we have discussed. We decided really the best one for question of the week is what is your best type of water to swim in? This is the pool versus beach versus lake versus pond versus river. What (laughs) is your choice? What if I said lazy river? I do love a lazy river. <laughs> oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about water parks. That oh, was man. a big part of my childhood yes. too. Oh, yeah. That seems like a whole show in and of itself. Yeah, though. Like yeah. theme parks with more pee water. <laughs> oh, a lazy river is full of pee water, but I don't. Oh care. yeah, yeah, yeah. You I just can't. Yeah, think it's about worth it. it. Yeah. Well, that's why you like the chemicals, right? The chemicals <laughs> yes. mostly it kill it. It bleaches your bathing suit, but oh well. Yes, <laughs> and your it turns your hair green and <laughs> lots of stuff. That's all right. Ugh. Um, okay, I'm going to go to Teachy Recommends. Um, I just finished. So on the Libby app, I, um, again, I had her on Fresh Air, but um, I heard uh, Patrick Radden Keefe on a couple of months ago talking about his book, The Empire of Pain, um, about the Sackler family, the evil, evil, evil oh. uh, Purdue Pharma Sackler family. And he wrote a book about this um and it's long anyway so i i requested it from libby and that was one that was definitely like this you're you're gonna have to wait a long time for this so i thought well whatever and i got it earlier i think i got it this weekend and it said somehow i skipped a line but they said you only have a week to read it and i was like oh god like i felt like the pressure of it all. i let all of my podcasts like slide because i have to get this in and it was 16 hours long so i had to really power through it but it is very good. Uh, it's enraging. It's very, there's a lot of history of the original three brothers. Um, and then it, it kind of is split up and like, this is how they began. This is how, you know, they created Oxycontin. And then this was sort of their destruction yet. Also they're keeping all their fucking money because they're evil, bad people. And, um, it's pretty disgusting, but just hearing, I like love to hear about gross, rich people. And what assholes they are, especially like second and third generations of rich people who are just like feeding off the family money. Yeah, they've never done anything in their life. No, no. And like they were talking about some house they had in Turks and Caicos and they would only they wouldn't hire the people that like mostly didn't hire the 
people of the island, they would like fly in Filipinos Mm -hmm. and they Uh. would make the uh, people that worked for them (laughs) spray the sand with water. So when they walked on it, it wouldn't be hot. And I was like, oh my God, these people are such assholes. And they're, they're just terrible. I mean, they're, you know largely responsible for the deaths of like hundreds of thousands of people and and they knew about it they knew like that's like what i was thinking (laughs) they knew i feel like i saw a new york times alert yes today today. yeah it was that mostly mostly a lot of the um there was like this big statewide and countrywide thing to you know have them pay more money They've done this. I mean, they have really good lawyers. And so basically they've separated themselves from Purdue Pharma. So Purdue mm-hmm. Pharma is declaring bankruptcy, but not the family. So the family gets to keep all of their money. But Purdue Pharma is essentially de- declaring bankruptcy. And they'll just Ugh. like create a new name. Yeah. And they right? pay a fine. But it's like $4.5 billion. But there, oh, were who cares? but there were so much money that it's that's like much mo- it's not that much the only good thing is now they're like not good but they're social pariahs you know they're right. it's so, their name is on so much stuff now not here necessarily but in new york it's like the sackler wing of this the sackler wing mm-hmm. of that you know there's in columbia there's like a sackler college whatever all of this stuff and a lot of people have stopped have removed their name um from stuff but anyway the guy um Besides just the fact that it's disgusting, he does a really good job. It is a very inner, like, that's weird, but it's a very entertaining book. And he's sourced it really well. And it just is a comprehensive look at the history of this family. And kind of like New York in the mid-century and the corruption of the FDA a little bit. Um, anyway, it's very interesting. So I, I highly recommend it if you can get your hands on it. It's called Empire of Pain? Yeah. Um, and then... Chrissy, is this you? No, it's it me. Is, it's you? I have one. Oh, look at that. Chris, I, Chrissy had mentioned that she watched it, too. Yeah, I co-signed this, though. <laughs> All right. I am recommending a new, um, not sitcom, a television show called Kevin Can Fuck Himself. <laughs> I, I mean, love that name It's so F star star K, I think. Um, so maybe it's... They say F yeah, Who knows? <laughs> um but it, it oh, is, yeah, um, I, it came to my attention because it's the follow-up project for Annie Murphy, who was Alexis on Schitt's Creek. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's a really interesting satire skewering something of the, like, mainstream sitcom trope. So, mm. Christy, I think you'll agree with me that they are hard skewering King of Queens. Oh, for sure. In, in this. So it's a really interesting premise in, in that it's like a sitcom where there's a doofy husband and his doofy father and his doofy friend. And then the sort of put upon beleaguered wife that has to deal with their selfishness and whatever. And um, every scene that is played with the doofy husband is played like that traditional multi-com um, sitcom, With the electric sitcom, the laugh track, mm. really bright lights, uh, definitely a set. And then the instant she, the wife, goes out of the door or they leave, it switches to a single camera format, and it's completely like drab and dark and realistic. And this is where she gets to sort of express the reality of how she feels living in this environment. She's a woman who she kind of wants more than this at hat ass hat <laughs> man child of a husband. And she, she wants a better life. She just sort of trapped with this asshole who she loves for no apparent reason. And she's trying to figure out what to do. Like 
I think it's set in Boston. He's this huge Boston sports head, like the worst kind of oh, asshole. The worst. Like they have yeah. um, the Wade Boggs rookie card, like framed yeah. <laughs> on the wall next to the front door, kind of thing. So it's it's the the interior life of this woman and how she's trying to navigate through life. And I don't know that I would call it a comedy, because the sitcom part of it is deliberately awful it's like a satire of one yeah but But then when we go into the part where it's a more realistic look at her life that's not funny either yeah who's kevin is that her husband yeah yes so i so i don't watch those types of shows on purpose but those are actual like storylines that have happened. Like I think that there is a certain type of person that loves that kind of comedy. Oh, oh yeah. God, there yeah. must that... be because they make so much money. And... They make so much. I think I don't remember who who talked about it as fat guy, skinny wife. Like yep. that was like the whole mm-hmm. thing. Like hot wife, this doofus Schlub guy. Husband, yep, yeah. yep. Who has like no. I get my parents would say he has no cooth. He's very <laughs> uh, and, you know, no ambition. Although, I mean, who cares? There's nothing wrong with, I think, in King of Queens, didn't he work for UPS or whatever? It's a good, solid, stable yeah. job, whatever. Yeah. But the the point is this woman just wants something else and she doesn't know how to go about getting this what she wants with this anchor of a husband like the first episode it's their anniversary and so he is throwing his annual party which he calls an anniversary rager mm-hmm. and they're um auditioning she, tom brady has to lookalikes do, yeah she has to do everything for it right hey that yep. sounds cooks familiar. and cleans and yeah i mean like i think it's also a statement about women in all relationships mm-hmm. like doing all of the work and how we're like secretly seething under <laughs> yeah there's a we're lot of anger so yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah i i told hillary that i feel like this is would be her life if she had <laughs> if she had moved to boston and like mm-hmm. lived next door to her in-laws <laughs> no. yeah if dave was worse <laughs> yes dave oh yeah great. i mean I dave, dave would have had to like instantly turn dumb as soon as he like right. moved in like <laughs> he's like hey babe Give me oh, a Sam totally. Adams. Give me a beer. <laughs> yep. So there's only five episodes out now, and I don't have cable. It's on AMC. So, but I found the first two episodes on YouTube, oh. like the full oh. full length episodes on YouTube. So I watched those, and um, I'm really, I'm really, it's really interesting. So I well, recommend every, everybody on twitter because i haven't watched it yet but everybody on twitter said somebody watch this i need to talk about it like it's, yeah. people want to talk about that's how it. i feel yeah, it's yeah like, totally it's kind of odd in a good way maybe like odd i have a question Anne, mm-hmm. did you watch Shit's creek yet no <laughs> i know uh, yeah you got me excited because you said it's their follow-up project and well, i'm so excited who everybody is <laughs> christy i've said it before i've said it again I just can't do with the Chris Elliott. Okay. He is so if- repulsive. And people are like, oh, but he's hardly in it after the first season. No. I'm like, okay, so you're telling me there's only a small turd in the punch bowl. Just no, drink how around about- the turd, Anne. <laughs> how about this? What if I give you all the episodes he's not in? Would you watch those? No, because then I wouldn't know the fullness <laughs> of the storylines. I mean, I can't watch a gappy show. I'm a completist. <laughs> What if you went through and just like you like superimpose somebody else on the Chris Elliott part? <laughs> I mean, maybe yeah. if I just fast forwarded through all his scenes, I could do it. Yes. 
Uh, yeah. He is gross. I don't know. I still have it saved in my... Wait, is it Netflix? Yeah, it's Netflix. Yeah. I still have it saved on Netflix, so it's not out of the question, but what are these I promise nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is how you can get involved with the show. You can go to the showhaseverything.com. And you can also send us messages through throwyourphone.com or through our email, which is tshe at 10710.com. And go to our Twitter at tshe show or our Facebook group, which is this show has everything. Um, you can send us a voice memo th- through the email. Again, tshe at 10710.com. Um, or you can fax us at 617-354-8513. And that was everything about swimming. I mean, I could go on for sure. No, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Everything ish. We're going to Hillary's grandma. (laughs) I know. Hillary's grandma's house in 1993 is where we're going. Staring at an empty screen. Trying to find the words. And I wonder how you've been. And if, like me, you still hate. Time may have passed, but the past isn't gone. That's why I go on. You only ever caught me once and talked about.